You're listening to Easier, a podcast all about making life and work easier. This is episode number 22 and the end of season number one. I'm Anthony Wagner, and the phrase, that's the way we've always done it, is like nails on a chalkboard to me. Each Wednesday, we'll embark on a journey together to discover the best tips for living and working more simply. I believe that when things are easier, we have more time for what matters most. This week, we're talking about gratitude. I thought, what a better way to end the season than to talk about the things that make us grateful. Let's get started. Folks, I am so excited to have made it all the way through an entire season of this podcast. You know, I started this back in June of 2018, not really knowing what to expect, not knowing if I'd be able to stick with it, but this has really become something I've truly loved to do every single week. I love putting out this content. I love engaging with people. I love the the people that it's brought me to meet and the, the content creators that I've discovered. There's just so much love going on. It's fantastic. So... I'm really excited to have made it all the way through this season, and I've got so much planned coming up for the next season. So as you could hear, I've kind of each week been transitioning into my new format. Today, I actually rolled out the new intro copy that I wrote, and I I really like its more simple message. It's right in line with the podcast. So I've been transitioning everything. The only thing I'm going to hold off on is the new music. I've got some new theme music, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to make you wait until season two for that. So new format coming out over time. I've been kind of rolling it out slowly. So the end of the season is today. And then the next season, season two, will begin January 2nd. And we'll start that season with a series that I'm calling New Year, New Business. And I've got some guests coming on the show, as well as some of my own knowledge to talk about getting your own side hustle going. So I'm really, really excited for that. A lot of guests in the month of January and some awesome insight if you're interested at all in starting your own business or your own side project, whatever that might be. So that might lead you to the question, what's going to happen during November and December? Well, for the holidays, I thought I'd take a little bit of a break from the more intensive work and focus more on the stuff going on in my personal life. But I'm still going to put out an episode every single week. It will be a mini episode and it will focus on either a make life easier topic or a make work easier topic. And I'm just going to alternate back and forth. You'll still get content every week. It'll just be shorter. And all of the show notes will be short and in one post that I'll just keep updated throughout. Just to give you a little bit of teaser information over the hiatus, I've got some topics ranging from taking Advil for emotional pain, something I call key objects, an awesome tip for finding files sucking up space on your computer, and how to get metal fixtures sparkly clean. So those are some previews I've got. I believe it's eight. It should be four each month for the hiatus. And then we'll be back for season two on January 2nd. All right, moving right along. Let's get into gratitude and why this is so important. I've done a lot of reading of different types of, you know, in this genre of self-help, those kinds of books, but self-development, growing your mind, psychology, things like that. That's a topic that I really love to read about. And almost all of that reading 
has some element of gratitude connected to it. All of this scientific research and all of these different individuals point toward gratitude being a huge effective solution for a lot of the problems that we face throughout the day. And Brene Brown, if you haven't heard of her, she's a shame researcher. She's put out a number of books and there's a whole bunch of online content you can find from her. She is really one of the leading people in this field. She did years and years and years of research on shame. And what she found was that people are able to best deal with life's negative emotions when they make a practice of gratitude. So something that I thought was really interesting from one of her videos, she did a a video with Oprah, and something I was just blown away by was the fact that she says that she believes the most terrifying, difficult emotion that we experience as humans is actually joy. Right, you heard that exactly right, that the most terrifying, difficult emotion we experience as humans is joy. And so what I thought was I would bring her voice into this episode so you could hear her tell you why. That if you ask me what's the most terrifying, difficult emotion that we experience as humans, yes, yes. I would say joy. You would say that the most terrifying is joy? No question. Why? You know, I, I often ask parents, I say, uh, you know, I'll have 5,000 parents or something in the audience and I'll say, raise your hand if you've ever stood over your child while he or she was sleeping and thought to yourself, I love you like I didn't know was possible. Yeah, yeah. And then in that split second, picture something horrific happening well, to What if something happened to you? Yes, yeah. How many of you have ever set up and said, wow, work's going good, good relationship with my partner. Yeah. Parents seem to be doing okay. Uh-huh. Holy crap. Something What's going to happen? happen? Yes. Right. So what is that? You know what that is? What is that? When we lose our tolerance for vulnerability. Lose our tolerance for vulnerability. Yeah. Joy becomes foreboding. When we lose our tolerance for vulnerability, joy becomes foreboding. So saying that in another way, when we stop being open to being vulnerable, joy gets scary, right? We become afraid that somehow, somewhere, sometime, the other shoe is going to drop and something horrible is going to happen. So what she's saying is that we stay away. We prevent ourselves from feeling too happy about things because we're trying to protect ourselves from negative things that happen. We're trying to insulate our emotions and to prevent ourselves from feeling those horrible pangs of grief or anger or fear or whatever it is that we are imagining could happen. So like she said, you know, with parents that they stand over their child and they're so encapsulated by love and then suddenly they imagine something horrible happening to their child. And it's this whole fear of the future and the unknown. And what she asserts is that the way to get around that, the way to stop that in its tracks is to practice gratitude. Another way of kind of summing that up is she says that we dress rehearse tragedy so we can beat vulnerability to the punch. And again, it's all about gratitude. You get around that by practicing gratitude. And that word practice is really deliberate. She asserts that this whole idea of the attitude of gratitude doesn't actually work. You actually have to practice it. You have to consciously think about being grateful and do things that express your gratitude and write them down if need be. The topics that we're actually going to cover in the Make Life and Make Work Easier segments today are about the practice of gratitude and what you can do to practice it throughout your day. One other thing I wanted to share from this clip 
is actually Brene talking about gratitude and why it's important. Just to set this clip up a little bit, she talks about being on an airplane, the airplane that was going to take her to wherever she was going for this interview with Oprah, and that as she's on the runway, the plane started to taxi out and then had to return because of a problem. And I think she said she called her husband and was saying, oh no, you know, this I'm going to die before I ever get to see Oprah. And so this clip is her talking about that and then dealing with that via gratitude. This is what the joyful people do. This is what I learned from them. In those moments where like they're getting ready to come here or they're looking at their children or their partner or something great, they get that shudder too. But you know what they do? They don't say, oh, there's that shudder of terror about feeling joyful. I'm going to dress for here's tragedy. They say, I'm going to practice gratitude. So I just sat on that plane on the runway for 20 minutes going, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And I think I was like BSing a little bit. I was faking. I am grateful. But gratitude is a practice. It is tangible. You can see it. Yeah. It's not an attitude of gratitude. Absolutely. It is a practice. And what I found is that when you actively practice gratitude, where you concentrate on not just thinking about it, but write things down, you go through the day looking for it. You There's go no through question. The, you go through the day looking for it. Isn't it amazing? It's like magic. One thing that's important that Oprah actually said was about writing it down, and we're going to get to that in this Make Life Easier segment that's coming up. But one more thing I wanted to say was that Brene Brown points out in this clip that when people look back with regrets, it wasn't the big kind of massive things like some big vacation or whatever that they wish they'd felt more joyful about. It's actually the ordinary moments, appreciating the little things in life. She uses an example of like, oh, the door closed and that meant my husband was home and feeling grateful about those little teeny things that happen every day, sitting on the couch watching TV, whatever those little things are that you do every day that we tend to take for granted, appreciate those, feel grateful about those. This week's Make Life Easier, it's about my gratitude journal, and it's going to draw on all that stuff that we just talked about, and this is what I do in my practice of gratitude every single day. It's something that I instilled, I think quite a while back, I started after I heard an episode of Amy Porterfield's Online Marketing Made Easy, she had Rachel Hollis on as a guest who talked about writing out daily goals, and I started doing that, as I've mentioned a couple of times throughout the podcast. But in addition to the goals, I track a kind of a one-line memory from the day before, as well as something I'm grateful for. And that happens every single day, or I try to. Something that's I've noticed I've been doing lately is I'm kind of doing some days almost an every other day kind of tracking. I need to get better about making sure I do it every day. And then the days that I miss, I always make sure to write two memories, so memories from two days ago and from yesterday if I missed a day, but what I need to do going forward is I need to make sure I write something I'm grateful for for both days if I skip one. So every day I write something short that I'm grateful for. I don't write a soliloquy. I don't write you know, a novel. I write something short that I'm grateful for. So things that I've written that I was grateful for include I'm grateful for drinking water, clean drinking water. I live in Michigan, and so I'm not too far away from Flint and the drinking water crisis, so I try to acknowledge that I have something like that. I've written that I am grateful for my vision. I'm grateful for my boyfriend. I'm grateful for my salary. I'm grateful for my washing machine. I'm grateful for this fun experience that I had the night before. I do write about things that 
you know, might be a little more obvious to be grateful for, like money just came in or I got some kind of a bonus or I something good happened. I do write those when they happen. But on the whole, I typically look for the more mundane things to express gratitude toward the things that we take for granted. Like I said, my health, my senses, having all of my senses, clean water, having electricity, having a washer and dryer, which I didn't have before. And I'm super grateful for now, but all kinds of things like that, that we tend to take for granted that we just expect to be kind of in our lives all the time. Clean air is another one I could think of good weather or living in a, an area that isn't affected by really damaging weather, at least at the moment. So, I would encourage you every day if you can find it would if you only did the gratitude thing and you did a one line entry every day you wrote the date and something you're grateful for it would take you literally 30 seconds you pick up a notebook and you do it every day so if you you know I've talked about the strategy of overlapping before or found time when you have found time or if you've, you're sitting waiting for the coffee to brew you can pull out your journal set it right by your coffee pot if you've got to pull out your journal write the date and you know, jot down something really quick that you're grateful for. Do it every day. Because as Oprah said in that clip, when we do these kinds of practices, we tend to go through our days looking for things to feel grateful about. We just develop this natural sense of, oh, this good thing is happening, or oh, this is here for me. I'm going to feel grateful for it. Quote Marie Forleo in pretty much every episode of Marie TV, the very best conversations happen after the episode. In the past, I had a bunch of different ways to start those conversations. I had email, I had social, I had comments on the show notes, and it was all kind of complicated. But now I'm super excited to roll out my new streamlined conversation hub. You're invited to join my new Facebook group called, you guessed it, Easier Making Life and Work Easier. This group is free, and it's open to anyone who loves making life and work easier. All of my best content, weekly episodes, discussions and comments, and some exclusive stuff you won't find anywhere else will be shared in this group. Plus, I have an awesome download waiting for you as soon as you join. It's my number one cheat sheet, the 15 strategies to get more done in a day. It's right there waiting for you. All you have to do is join the group. One of my biggest goals with this podcast is to create a thriving, active community of folks who love to share knowledge and simplify life. If that sounds like you, you've got to join today. Head over to easiercast.com slash Facebook and you'll be taken right there. It's free and available right now. Again, that's easiercast.com slash Facebook. All right, back to the episode. All right, make work easier this week. We're talking about an article from Forbes, which is called How to Create a Culture of Gratitude in the Workplace. And I'm going to pull out, I will, of course, link to this article, which you can find in the show notes at easiercast.com slash 22. Again, easiercast.com slash 22. I will link to the full article, but I'm just going to pick out a few of the things that I thought stood out the most, and we'll talk about those. And then I will give you a few little tips that I came up with as I was thinking about them and some stuff that I do and something that I think I'm going to start doing. So the first 
big tip from this Forbes article is to lead by example. And it specifically says it's kind of geared towards something like a CEO or the leadership of a company leading by example. And I think that if you are the leadership of your company or your organization, 100% start showing gratitude on a regular basis because those things tend to snowball, according to the article anyway. But I believe that this can start anywhere. If you, even as the the person at the bottom of the organization chart starts leading by example of showing gratitude all the time, it can really affect the people around you. The next thing that they suggest is to make it specific. Again, this is more geared toward the leadership. Instead, They're suggesting instead of standing up in front of your entire company and saying, thanks for a great year, you know, that's not really that effective. People just kind of hear that as boilerplate and move on. What the article is suggesting is pick specific instances and talk to specific people about the things that you're grateful for. It's important to be specific because it feels more real. It feels like you're connected and like you're not just BSing to be this grateful person, quote unquote. You're actually giving specific real feedback. The next tip from the article is to do it daily. This is important to kind of develop a habit. If you're going to do your gratitude thing at home, This is something you can also cultivate at work and try to find something to express gratitude for every single day. And that doesn't mean you have to say like thank you to a person every day, although that would certainly be encouraged. You could, for instance, I'm just thinking off the top of my head as I'm recording this, like I have these magnet boards in my office that I hang quotes and pictures and things on. And I might every so often start hanging up. You know, I am going to do this on Monday, which is tomorrow. I'm recording this on a Sunday. I'm going to go into work. And I'm going to put a section either on my whiteboard or on my magnet boards that says something I'm grateful for. And I'm going to try to change that at least a few times a week. So that's another tip. Again, doing it regularly, if not daily. And then the last thing is to recognize the big yes, but also the small. This goes hand in hand with being specific. Yes, you can say, we've had a great year and we've done all these great things. And thank you for getting us there as a whole thing. But recognizing the small things hey, thanks for holding that door open for me. Or thank you for grabbing that piece of paper off the copier. I really appreciate you. Or the temperature in this office is great. This is saying something to yourself. I really am grateful that I'm comfortable in my space. So all kinds of things. There's a whole host of other tips in this article, some great things that you can read. And like I said, I will put the link to the article in the show notes, easiercast.com slash 22. A couple more tips I have for this make work easier is to give genuine thanks. We don't have to always feel connected to what we're doing. You know, like Brene said in the clip that she may have been BSing her gratitude a little bit because her emotions had overridden her gratitude, I think. But you have to really mean the things that you say. You might not feel it. You might not feel this overwhelming sense of like, oh, I feel so grateful. But you have to mean what you say. Like if you really don't give a crap that somebody held the door open for you and you say, well, thanks, obviously that's going to come off as disingenuous. So give genuine thanks. Even though you might not connect to them emotionally, you need to really mean it. Something that I do is I keep a set of blank cards in my desk drawer. And I do this for a couple of things, both birthday notes and thank you notes. And I get them at the dollar store and they're like eight to a pack for this set of cards. And it's just a generic, they do have thank you specific ones that say thank you on the front cover and then that are blank on the inside. But there are other ones that just have a design. They don't say anything. You could use them for anything. And what I typically use them for is I keep every 
every time I find out about a coworker's birthday, I stick their birthday on my calendar, and then when their birthday rolls around, I write them a quick note on the card and stick it in their box or hand it to them. It's just something nice I like to acknowledge. I don't go out of my way crazy to you know, plan a big party, but I like to acknowledge that, hey, I remembered it was your birthday, and I hope you have a special day. I don't say the I remembered part. It's not about me, <laughs> but for me, I like to go out of my way to make sure I remember people's special events. What you could also use these cards for is to send out little thank you notes whenever people do nice things. And this is something that I haven't really done as much. And I have thank you cards, but I haven't been doing it. So I'm going to start using them for little things. As I notice little things, I'm going to start giving out quick thank you cards at work. And maybe that's something you'd like to try to Another tip is just a mindset shift is to find excuses to give thanks to folks at work. There's so many things that people do. And again, if you're looking for the small things, there's always going to be an excuse to say thank you. And then something else I thought of is every so often in my gratitude journal at home, I will express thanks that I'm grateful to something that happened at work. And what I'm going to start trying to do is every time I write something like that in my journal at home, I'm going to go to work and tell the person that I'm grateful to them. So I think that that is kind of a new practice that uh, I'd like to integrate as well as sending out the cards for smaller pieces of gratitude. Okay, we're rounding the corner for the end of the episode, but before I sign off for this season, I wanted to share some acknowledgements. And this is going to have a couple of things that are kind of just personal names that I'd like to give thanks to But I also have some really amazing people that I'm including, that I'm including in a list called my digital mentors that you should absolutely check out. And I will, of course, put a list of all of these folks and the clips and all the things from this episode in the show notes. But to get started, I have some personal life thanks that I'd like to give. The first, of course, is to my boyfriend whom I live with and who puts up with me dealing with this podcast and having my recording studio in our closet and my microphone in the way of everything and constantly listening to me chirping about my podcast ideas and, (laughs) and you know, my download numbers and all those things. So of course I wanted to give, give huge thanks to him. And then I wanted to give thanks to my friend Colleen who in the first place got me started even listening to podcasts. This is a few years ago and she kept nagging me that I should listen to a couple podcasts. And (laughs) frankly, the podcast that she really wanted me to listen to, I never listen to. I still haven't to this day. However, she opened my mind to the fact that podcasts exist. So I'm very grateful for that. But then also she's just been so supportive in the work that I've tried to do. Even when the things that I've tried in the past haven't been successful, she's always been there to be a sounding board and to give me honest feedback, non-judgmental, but honest feedback on the things that I'm trying to do. And when I was thinking about people to give gratitude to in this episode, her name was at the top of the list. Then I have a couple of other folks that I met via the Tuesdays Together Rising Tide Society organization. And the first is the individual who was my first and only guest, turns out, in season one, Krista Graham. I am very grateful to all the work that she does in keeping up with the Tuesdays Together group that she runs that I'm a part of. It really has helped me feel connected to a business sense and, and these kinds of creative entrepreneurial type ventures. So I'm really grateful to Krista. And then to two folks I met via this group, Latasha James and Amanda Freeman. And hint, hint, they're going to be guests in 
the next season at the beginning in that new year, new business series that's coming up in January. But Latasha has given me so many great insights about social media. And the biggest one that recently just took effect is to really personalize my social, make it a personal brand rather than a business type brand. And that's made a big difference. It's helped me connect with what I'm posting on social. So I really appreciate her for that. And then Amanda for helping me kind of bounce ideas off of, I really decided to change formats after a conversation with her or tweak the format, I should say. And she's given me a lot of confidence that I'm heading in the right direction. So I greatly appreciate them. You know, they lead very busy lives and to take some time to counsel me and to be a part of the podcast coming up is really important to me. So thank you to all of those folks. All right. Those digital mentors that I mentioned, I'm just going to list a few of them, and then I'll talk a little bit more in depth about a couple. Of course, Brene Brown from this episode, her books are phenomenal, and her talks that you can see all over the place online are excellent. I will link to a few of my favorite resources of hers. Then the next one is probably the number one person on this list for me is Gretchen Rubin. She has influenced my life in in ways I can't even count right now because there's been so many from her books to her podcast. She has given me so many insightful gifts that I am going to be eternally grateful to her. I am absolutely in love with her work. And if you have not heard of her or you've missed my talks about all of the ways I've pulled insight from her throughout this season of the podcast, you must start listening to Happier with Gretchen Rubin, her podcast, or read any of her books. I'm currently in the middle of the four tendencies, but she's got a lot on happiness and habits, and she's just wonderful. The next is Amy Porterfield, and she records the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast, and I gleaned a lot of my insights and the ideas for where I am now from her podcast, so I'm very grateful to her. I'm also grateful to Pat Flynn, and in a smaller way, but I watched his videos on getting started with podcasting, and they helped me to get my audio quality where it needed to be and some of the ideas that I needed to start with in place, so I'm very grateful to him. To Rachel Hollis, whom I mentioned this episode, for giving me the idea about the daily goals, which then turned into my daily goals, memories, and gratitude. I love that idea so much that I'm sticking her on this list. And then finally, I'm including Marie Forleo. She's one I googled a while back. Actually, back in November of last year, I was trying to work on a different project, but this is still related here. And I was feeling really like everything I wanted to do had already been done. And so I went back in my history and looked this search up. What I actually searched was content creation feel like everyone else has already done it. And Marie Forleo's video called Feel Like It's All Been Done Before, Watch This, came up. And that changed my entire life perspective. That search and that video. It was so impactful that I started listening to Marie Forleo from that moment on. And I am very grateful to the insight that she gave me. I'm going to play a quick clip from that episode, which you can find, of course, in the show notes, the full thing. But this is one that really stood out to me in terms of my fear of not having anything unique or original to say. My point is we live in a big, beautiful world and there's more than enough to go around as long as you offer something that people actually want. Or in the words of Louise Hay, and yes, it's a tweetable. Somewhere, someone is looking for exactly what you have to offer. 
that quote in and of itself was really life-changing. Somewhere, someone is looking for exactly what you have to offer. And I actually flipped that a little bit. I just kind of condensed it into what became my computer background for months. And I will share this image with you if you'd like it. You can grab it in the show notes. But it's basically a picture of an expansive, beautiful night sky. And I put the words in thin letters in the center. They're just kind of emblazoned on the screen. Your ideas matter. That phrase has given me the courage and the confidence to pursue this endeavor as well as several others. And I am so grateful that I found that video right at the right time. Google served its mission of delivering the right information at the right time. And it's really helped to improve my life. So thank you to all of those digital mentors. I am forever grateful, even though you have no idea who I am. Last couple of things I'm grateful for couple of organizations. As I said, Tuesdays Together and the Rising Tide Society are phenomenal. I know I've talked about them a couple of times, but if you're in a kind of a creative space or any type of business space and you're looking for a group to join to get ideas and to share knowledge and to get support, Tuesdays Together is phenomenal. Rising Tide Society's idea is that competition is less valuable than collaboration, that really when we collaborate, we rise all the boats in the tide. So, There are Tuesdays together groups that meet usually on Tuesdays. Mine happens to meet on Thursdays, but that meet all around the country. There are lots of them. So search that real quick and I'm sure you'll find one in your area. It's totally worth it. It's a wonderful organization and I've met a lot of really great people. And the last organization that I'm going to talk about is Starbucks. They provide a phenomenal atmosphere for work and I do a lot of my work there because I like to sit kind of in public with headphones on and just feel connected that way. And Starbucks provides that. So I'm very grateful to them. And finally, I am the most grateful of everything I've talked about in relation to this podcast to you. You're listening to this show, hopefully on a weekly basis, but even if it's just this one episode, there's someone out there listening to what I'm saying and hopefully taking some of the insights away and using them. My whole passion is sharing knowledge. I love to teach and to learn. And I've said this throughout the show, but being able to share knowledge is really important to me. And you give me that outlet. I create this content for you as a listener, and it really warms my heart and makes me feel connected in a way that I can't even express. So you're the reason, listeners and readers like you are the reason that I've stuck around for these 22 episodes and plan hopefully dozens and dozens more in the future. So I am so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it for episode 22 and season one of Easier. Remember to practice gratitude every single day. It will make your life better in ways you can't even imagine. Do you have any tips, tricks, or hacks for making life or work easier? I would love to hear from you in our new Facebook group. You can find it at easiercast.com slash Facebook. It will redirect you right over there. Click the button to join and keep the conversation going after the episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for a phenomenal season one, and I can't wait to see you and talk to you in season number two. Until next season. Here's to an easier life. Bye for now.